Me expert members, and welcome to this month's podcast. I'm Dori Sukup, founder of Inspiration Management, and with me today is my very special guest, Melinda Beville. She's the founder of Skin Health Products USA, and I label it Skin Healthy Private Label Skincare Products. Melinda founded I Label It Private Label Skincare in early 2005 with her father, who is an organic biochemist. Together, they continually innovate to be on top of the latest scientific skin health trends. They offer ultra-fresh formulations, utilizing small batch manufacturing so your clients will benefit from oils and actives that are fresh and clinically effective. I Label It Skin Care uniquely allows spa owners access to exceptional quality private label products without the usual startup barrier of quantity minimums that you usually have to deal with. Melinda is a medically trained oncology esthetician. She responds to the growing needs for quality and organic skin care. She focuses on utilizing potent actives that are effective and that produce results. Her angle is to nourish the skin with healthy botanicals and not overstimulate or strip the skin's natural protective barrier. So it's nice to have someone who is not only a business person, an entrepreneur, but also who understands the skin and what the skin really needs and what your clients actually demand. So today she's here to share with you how having your own private label is very possible and will not require a fortune. I think that's my favorite part of this entire call and interview today because many people think that private label has to cost a fortune, but it really does not. So I want to welcome Melinda, everyone. Help me welcome Melinda, and I am so excited because we're going to go over all sorts of content that you are actually going to love today. Welcome, Melinda. It's great to have you. Thank you, Dory. It's a pleasure to be here, and hello to everybody. Good afternoon. Let me go over the content first, and then I'll let you introduce yourself a little bit further. So here's what we're going to go over today, you guys. We're going to go, why should you consider a private label and how to get started? She's going to share with you actually eight steps on how to get started. We're going to go over some mistakes to avoid that people usually make that are very costly. We'll talk a little bit about the quality of the products that you should be looking for because not every private label is something that you should be proud of putting your name on it. How to name your product, maybe discuss a little bit about the different product mix, pricing, and then your whole image labeling and packaging. So those are the key points that Melinda and I will be talking about. So before we get started, Melinda, why don't you tell everybody a little bit more about your background and what drove you to actually doing skincare and actually creating I Label It. You bet. Happy to. My background is healthcare. Um, I've come from uh, working um, corporately in the healthcare industry, um, wellness, medical devices, and IT. Um, skincare has been a passion project for me since 2005. Um, I've been a spa owner. Um, like Dory said, I'm also an oncology-trained esthetician, and um, mm-hmm. last year I sold my retail online business called Skin Holistic and am now devoting all of my time to Skin Health Products USA, which is my parent company, and under that is I label it 
skincare, which is, um, as Dory suggested, um, a private label um, that offers skin health products. So without further ado, um, let's get started and talk about um, how private label can be easy for you to get into. One of the things that I come across, Melinda, is with having talking with clients and the private label conversation comes up actually quite often and many of them think that it is very pricey and that it would take a lot of time and effort and it's a big project. So usually they see that as a big challenge, like they don't want to take it on because it will take a lot of time. Now, what I like about what you do and I label it is that you have simplified that process. So that's one challenge is the time. The other challenge that I hear them talking to me about is the whole price war games these days with the retail products, retail sales. Many of them tell me that uh, they find products on Amazon now. Uh, even the brands are competing with the spas themselves, so they sell their own products also online. So it's like the wild, wild west out there. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> so needless to say, the competitive advantage is, is big, and they're having to price match or they're having to discount, deeper discounts to compete, I guess, with retail products. So I know that you've seen that as well. So what would be some of the challenges that you actually discovered to add to this little list that I just gave? Well, I mean, that's probably one of the biggest challenges that everyone faces. And the funny thing is, and maybe um, that um, not everybody realizes, is that many of those professional brands, those brands that you're so loyal to, those brands that, that your clients are so loyal to, they are, they're doing the, um, they're going private label. They simply order stock formulations from private label manufacturers slap their name on the bottle or change the packaging and then build a story around that product. And um, you might think, oh, holy cow, that's cheating. But it's not cheating. You should be doing the same thing. That's good business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of people don't know how to go about doing it. I think that's the biggest challenge. And they think that they have to actually hire a chemist and create the formulas themselves and uh, tested and all that is very costly and how much of a batch they have to order. So there's a lot of things, of course, that goes in, into it that makes the whole project monumental. So they're trying to avoid some of these steps. But my biggest thing that I come across with clients is the whole price wars thing. As a matter of fact, Skin Medica, are you familiar with Skin Medica? Yes. So they have this product that sells for like the, is it the TNS cream or something like that? It sells for like $175 in the spas. And you can find it now on Amazon for like 120 or something, someone was telling me. And that's crazy. It's like, how can you even get away with doing something like that? So that really kills the whole retail opportunity in the spas. And that's what really hurts. So why should someone consider or when should they be ready they know they're ready for a private label. What are some of the things that people want to go ahead and private label? You know you're ready for private label is you can say to yourself, I will no longer waste my valuable influence building brand loyalty for a company or product I don't own. Hallelujah. I will, no, <laughs> I will no longer risk losing valuable income via product sales to competitors offering the same products sometimes 
and almost always, at lower prices. Mm-hmm. I will no longer be undersold or lose my skincare product sales to other retail outlets or e-commerce through the Internet. Mm-hmm. I will no longer build everyone's business but my own at prices that don't allow me to grow my company to its full potential due to an MSRP set by the brand. Mm-hmm. I will no longer let some company leverage my expertise and their and customer loyalty by selling their products and building their brand. Well, those are like the five five essential key points that you just brought up that most people are totally fed up with actually now. So those are very clarified right now, and it makes me want to say, okay, yeah, I'm ready for a private label now. <laughs> right, and that's um, – so when you can understand that your most precious asset is your own good name, and mm-hmm. why not build it by leveraging your own brand? Mm-hmm. Do your clients respect your knowledge and trust your recommendations? Do you want to leverage all the hard work you've invested building your aesthetic business and increase your bottom line? Do you want to control and build your own brand equity? Do you want exclusivity of your brand to enforce customer loyalty? If you can say yes to that list of questions, you're ready for a private label. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing to keep in mind, you know, what I tell people all the time, it doesn't, because they think that every single product needs to be a private label product. I mean, they can always, what I tell people all the time is you need like one main brand and one secondary brand, yeah. So even if they started with few products, it doesn't have to be like everything on the shelf. At least they're heading in the right direction. You have to start somewhere, right? Right. That would be a good place to start. Yes, you have to start somewhere, and that, um, you know, let's, um, why don't we just um, move right into how to get started, because I'll, mm-hmm. I'll cover that in my, my steps to get started. The first step, step one, is do your research. Use the Internet, go to trade shows, talk to other professionals, and look at the many private label options. There's a lot of companies out there. The success of your private label skincare line depends on the manufacturing company that you affiliate with. It's really the most important thing. You want to narrow down your potential list of private label companies to partner with, and you want to ensure that you have highly competitive um, products that you can bring to market. Mm -hmm. You want to check your pricing. You want to check packaging, um, choices on formulations, ingredient deck, um, options on customization, labeling options, and very importantly, when you're talking to private label, minimum orders. Wow, that was just a lot what you just said. We can talk an hour on just the things that you just mentioned. That's a lot of information there that's very priceless, I think. So right, and I'll when come back to those pieces. You're going to come back to them? You bet. Okay. So, All right, so how uh, does someone choose a, a manufacturer? When When you are looking to choose a manufacturer, you want to look at someone – um, a company that is someone that uh, reflects your um, your own personal style and um, in formulating, and um, 
if you are looking um, at a manufacturing company, you want to look at things like are they FDA registered? Um, do they have in-house quality control systems? Do they have in-house shelf life um, testing? Um, what kind of materials do they use? Are they kosher certified? Are they a whole foods lab? Are they um, more vegetable based or, you know, sustainable? Um, and then, you know, you start getting into other things that may be important to you that are, are, are more um, uh, things that you want to match with, with how you feel. Um, do they do recycling? Um, are they doing biodegradable? Um, perhaps even is it woman-owned and operated? Um, are they using renewable resources? You know, those kind of things are, are um, side things, but those things might be important to you because you're partnering with a manufacturer that is going to create your passion project, which is your product line, and build your brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are all very key things that everyone should definitely look for. So how involved would they be in, like, creating? Like, when you're thinking private label, are you thinking that you're going to go in and tell them to actually create formulas, or are you going to be just looking at different formulas that they already have and you're choosing something that will complement your whole philosophy and your whole concept and the way your spa or medispa is? Right. And, Dory, that's an excellent question because I have um, sort of two schools of thought I have um, some people that come to me that um, say, you know, holy cow, you know, I I really want to have a hand in this process and I want to be part of of formulating. And um, I can give you some advice and some background on that. Um, You probably don't unless you have a degree in chemistry, um, unless uh, one of your family members is a a chemist and is willing to help you with that end of it. Um, It is much easier to find uh, a manufacturing company that most um, closely resembles um, your philosophy on skincare and that has formulations that you can stand behind, that you are proud of, and that you can offer to your clients um, and, um, and and go from that angle. If you want to get into customizing formulations yourself, um, a lot of companies, and mine does as well, offer bases, and you can take those bases then and um, and make those customizations yourself. So you buy a base. Um, um, my company sells them by the gallon, um, and you take those and you can put whatever you know fragrance or um, active that you want to add to those bases and create your own skincare products. That is very complicated and it's risky because you know things can happen when you add um, acids to um, you know a lot of uh, bases. Um, our suspensions, um, you can ruin the suspension, and um, you'll spend a lot of time putting very expensive uh, bases and trials into the garbage can. And so that's why I caution people to go that far. Um, it's so much easier to get into private label um, using the formulations that the company has and um, finding the company that best reflects your um, take on skincare. Um, and putting your label on those and bringing them in, maybe not taking over what you currently have. Um, That's one of the biggest mistakes I see people make. It's all or nothing. No, it's not all or nothing. Use private label just as um, 
uh, aside, um, maybe just a couple of products or, you know, maybe it's a special and this is your, you know, private label um, special for the summer. Um, start that way or start with samples. Um, you know, just get private label samples and see how they're going to sell in your, um, in, in your business and then add um, the full size, um, you know, the retail of those products. So, it's not all or nothing, and I think that is the biggest problem is, is that um, it's a huge – people think it's a huge step to make. It's not. Um, start small. Right. Okay, so what's the next step they should do? The next step is to start making choices. Once you've chosen um, a private label manufacturer, they reflect um, your take on skin care, they have products that you're proud of, you get the ingredient deck, um, you can sell the ingredient deck, you're completely comfortable, you start need to start making choices. So step two, make some choices. Um, get beyond the all or nothing mentality, fight the urge to be overwhelmed, and start making some choices that will work for you and your clients. Always think of this. Solve client problems. Mm -hmm. So you can test with little specialty items, do limited edition. Um, uh, think about high demand, anti-aging specialty products, niche or instant mm -hmm. gratification products. That's, those are good ways to, to dip your toe into private labeling and not jump into the pool. Right. What pushes well, what the I love, What I love about what you just said is those... Um, intensive products, the stuff that's going to make a big difference in the people's skins, like the concentrates and the creams and uh, exfoliation products, things like that that's going to brighten and help with the aging process and improve this condition. Those are definitely, so if you start with something powerful like that where they're starting to see results, then you can move on to more and more products. Right, right. or even if it's something as simple as, you know, I live in an area um, like Florida or, you know, by a beach or something like that. And during the summer, I have a lot of clients that come in with sunburn. And I want to get a product that um, helps relieve, um, you know, the, the pain of sunburn. You know, what's the best product that I can get in that I can put my label on that is going to solve a simple problem um, for that particular season? Perhaps it's winter and you have everybody coming in with dry, cracked Skin. Mm -hmm. And you have your own private label custom formulation uh, that you can, you know, wrap your arms around and so can your clients, and, um, and, and that's what you're offering. That's a beautiful way to get into private label, and it is so, mm -hmm. so easy. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Well, great. So what's step three? Step three, read the small print. Is there a minimum order? What's the ordering time? What kind of labeling services? What's the lag time, terms, pricing changes, formulation changes? Get it in writing. Discuss it. Um, be thorough in this part of, um, of the business because um, even though, um, you know, it's your passion project, we always have to dot the I's and cross the T's. Um, there's contracts. Um, there's discussions. Um, be comfortable with the way that your private label company does business and make sure that it works with um, with what you have planned, with your budget, um, that they don't force you to do huge uh, minimums. Um, you don't want to start out with a bunch of inventory. Um, what if it doesn't sell well? Um, don't put yourself in that position. Take your time. Work out the contract. Um, discuss the details. And um, and get all that paperwork out of the way. Mm -hmm. How about checking references or checking with somebody who's already using? Is that something common, or does everybody want to keep that a secret? 
that's the hard part. I know that my clients, they, they, it's a secret, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, that's that's I what I kind of figured. That's why I'm asking the question. So it's really hard right. to kind of check references in a way. It's a, it's a great, it's a great question. Um, and, um, and, you know, um, some of my really long-term clients, and if you're not in the same state, you know, they'll be happy to take a call. Um, but mm-hmm. in general, Dory, you're absolutely right. Um, it's, uh, fairly secretive, and you know people don't. Um, you know it's it's their formulation, and I encourage mm-hmm. you to have that kind of ownership. Um, I think that people are sometimes back off that they don't want to say, well, it's my formulation, and I helped create it, and I brought it forward. No, you, you, yeah. you, you it should be about you. And yes, go ahead and say those things. Go ahead and say you have scientists working for you. They are working for you. They're creating your formulation. So, um, yes, um, you had a design or uh, had a hand in designing. Um, you have top research and chemists who work with you to bring this to market. Um, you've lovingly created um, these products to benefit your clients. Absolutely. Um, make this about, about you and what you've brought to your business because this is your brand and you're building, um, you're building your brand and you're building yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's part of like the whole marketing strategy really behind your private label. You're telling your story, you're developing the whole angle, you're talking about your expertise and why you created this private label. So it's important to, I'm sure that's one of your steps. <laughs> it's all about the branding and telling the whole reason why you're creating what you created, right? Right. Dory, that was step four. Um, create your story. Tell your story. Be the brand creator. Um, mm-hmm. Why you made the product. Why you brought it to the customers. Um, differentiate your product. Learn your ingredient deck. Um, sell your custom formulations. Solve your client's problems. Mm-hmm. Emphasize your uniqueness. Why did you bring this to your customer? Talk to them about it. Sell it. Tell them about it. Be proud of it. Embrace it. Um, this is your future. This is um, this is where you're going to get your profit. Mm-hmm. Actually, you know, you mentioned a couple of keywords that are my favorite, and I'm always talking about them. Is uh, differentiation. So many people are doing exactly the same thing everybody else is doing. As a matter of fact, many spas even offer the same brand as the spa down the street offers, and that's just so silly. There's no differentiation whatsoever. So when we're talking about differentiation, having something that's yours and unique and all by yourself offering it, that makes a big, big difference to, I think, your business. And talking about differentiation, actually, I I love the – we have a seminar called Write Your Book in One Weekend where everybody gets to write a book. As a matter of fact, I'm doing a webinar about it next week um, if anybody wants to come and join us on June 6th. And it's all about how to write your book and differentiate yourself from the competition. So whether it's through private label and writing a book about your private label, actually, and talking about the different products that you offer and discuss all these differentiation points, oh, my gosh, that will help position you totally as the expert, the go-to person. You can charge whatever the heck you want now. You no longer have to compete on price with other, whether it's your manufacturer or the brand that you're carrying now or the spa down the street. It makes such a difference. So I think one point you guys really need to take from this so far is the reason you would want to private label 
is for that differentiation. I think that's a big, big point. You need to write that down. I want to be different. I want differentiation between me and my competition. Absolutely, and choose a manufacturer that um, that reflects that desire. Mm-hmm. Are you ready for step five? I am. What's step five? Step five, market the tinkle out of your brand. Use there social media. There you go. Promote um, the introduction. You know, have a big blast off. I'm bringing in my private label, mm-hmm. and, you know, perhaps you're starting with a particular line. Maybe it's just the anti-aging, or perhaps it's just um, an oncology product or, you know, a series of products. And make a big splash. Um, there's all kinds of free things out there. It doesn't have to cost money. Use your social media. Use your Facebook. Um, go to the paper. They'll send a reporter out. Um, I've done it myself. It doesn't cost any money. Go to your chamber of commerce. Um, you know, be a part of the chamber. But make a big splash with your new product line and show it off. Be proud of it. And, um, and um, people will come. It will sell, yeah. begin to sell itself. Let me give them some other tips on how to market it. My big thing these days is video marketing, and they need to have it all displayed nicely in the retail area, and then they need to grab uh, one product at a time and do a little mini commercial via video for each one of the products and then put them all on YouTube and put them on the website and then do video marketing and start pushing them out onto Facebook, LinkedIn, tweet about them, uh, and that way, put them in your newsletter, and every single week you can be releasing one little video with one little product. So video marketing is so amazing these days, and it really does not take much to actually do it. And if you guys don't have a YouTube channel already, whether it is to promote your private label or just to promote your business in general, you're totally missing out, so you definitely need to have one. Then the other thing I would do to help promote my private label would be do an event and launch it with a big, big splash. Do an event, invite everybody, and then make some great offers that evening to promote the heck out of it. I would also do a press release to send it to all the media outlets, letting them know about your brand new line that you're bringing in and how it's going to help members of the community. So those are some key things that you can do to introduce um, any new thing, actually, that you're doing, whether it's your private label or anything else. I highly encourage you to do that. If you want some samples or to see how we use video marketing, as a matter of fact, I just shot a video this morning to promote the webinar that we're doing about Write Your Book Seminar. So we have a studio in our office, Melinda, and I just hop in front of the camera and I do a video and we'll push them out. I actually have over 100, I don't know, 100, maybe 130 videos now on our YouTube channel. So it's not, yeah, I'm not telling you guys something that I don't practice myself. So if I can do it, I know you can. So you better start taking all the new private label that you're going to bring in and truly do a great job marketing it. Yeah, I love the idea of taking a single product and um, getting deep into what makes it and um, and sharing that on YouTube. I, I, I love that idea. Yeah, thank you. So what's number six I think we're at, right, or is it number five? Number six, number six. Number six, all right. Number six, sell it. 
create an information card, explain the efficacy of the ingredients, what, mm -hmm. why, how, use science to reference. Mm -hmm. Don't get into the habit of taking other people's word or, um, you know, what's going around as the latest trending to be um, scientifically proven. Use a company that also uses science and use science. That way you don't get caught with your panties around your ankles. The last thing you want to do is start promoting some uh, spray-on water that, um, you, uh, that somebody has told you um, is UV, UV, UVA or UVB protective, and that's not true. Um, mm -hmm. You don't want that to happen. So please, use science to um, research your ingredients, know them well, and, um, and have, um, have some proof to go with um, your claims. Um, mm -hmm. Introduce your product every time within your facility. This is my new custom product. I just added it to my business. Um, Cross-promote. When um, you have a client um, getting a service, tell them how to keep the results going at home. Have samples. Um, people don't mind paying for a small sample of a good product. Um, sell samples. Ask how the product worked for them. Um, so follow up with your clients. And, um, and then take your samples to retail. You follow up, ask them how the, the sample was, great, um, would you like a full size of that product? Mm -hmm. Use high-end well, imagery. Mm -hmm. Have a great photographer. Um, beautiful professional um, photos go a long, long way. Well, especially if you're going to feature them online and sell them online. That's the beautiful thing that I like, again, about having your private label. You don't have now to obey the the rules of your brand because sometimes they forbid you from selling online, which I think is the stupidest thing on the planet. So now you'll be able, once you photograph all your products, you'll be able to put them online and have a shopping cart, have e-commerce. Now you could be making money while you're sleeping. So you're not just counting on your team making recommendations and promoting your products, but also you can have the right online uh, shopping cart and selling them online. That's what I like about it. But I just want to insert something, uh, Melinda. We teach a system called the Pride system, which is very important to teach the team and make sure that they're making proper recommendations. And actually the whole program is called Don't Sell, Recommend. And actually, it's going to be in our newsletter this month. I just renewed the content of it. We have a brand new podcast of it and script. And anybody who wants to boost their retail sales, whether it's for your private label or your regular uh, products, I would highly encourage them to implement the Pride system so you can make sure that your retail sales are up where they need to be. Because God knows we all... We all run into clients that don't do much with retail sales. So the last thing I would want for you is to have this great, amazing private label and having sitting on the shelf. So you want to be able to market it, and then you want to be able to have a system in place to recommend it. So let's seven. move on to step number seven. Yes. Look to other successful businesses to get ideas to promote your own. It doesn't have to be within our own business. Look to the food no, industry. No, 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 no. That's bad advice. What they need to do is call Dory. 
<laughs> you don't want to look at the competition, believe me. You don't want you want to look at the competition to do something totally opposite. <laughs> right. Right. Or, no, I or, have to uh, say that. <laughs> outside of our industry, maybe a successful boutique business that right. resembles yours but isn't within the spa industry. You Use ideas, you know, how have they, um, you know, what are they doing to market their products? Um, how does it look in their shop? Um, you know, what does their display look like? Uh, I'm, I'm just asking you to, you know, even maybe go to Whole Foods. I mean, I'm asking you to, to look outside the box and bring those creative ideas back home and see what you can do to implement them in your own business. Well, actually, merchandising is a big part of the whole sales process anyway, and it's amazing to me how many people just don't pay attention to that. So having props, having shelf stalkers, having frames with pictures in it, uh, telling the story of the professional treatment and the home care product that comes with it, Um, using just some kind of elements that are fun and exciting and makes me want to come over to the shelf and check things out. Use electronic frames. Take the videos that I told you to do, and you can actually put them in an electronic frame or in a TV and have it loop around your relaxation lounge or your reception area. So now you're stimulating interest and you're informing your clients about your private label and all the great ingredients that are in the products and the solutions that they offer. Those are all very important things that you definitely need to take into consideration. But, yeah, merchandising is big, and if you don't pay attention to it and rotate the products and dust your shelves. <laughs> and, and find beautiful find, find beautiful shelves. I, I went to Wayfair and um, make sure they're clean and they're appealing and they're beautiful. If you want the top dollar for your product, it has mm-hmm. to be – the product has to be beautiful, the label has to be beautiful, and the display has to be clean, mm-hmm. appealing, and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yes, for sure. Well, we are in the beauty industry. People are attracted to beautiful things. And then right. the other thing I want to mention while we're talking about merchandising, and I'm amazed how many people don't do this, is pricing the product. So when somebody walks up to the shelf, usually they pick up the product, they turn it upside down to look at the price. And if they don't see a price, they usually put it back. That's a big, big missed opportunity. So when you have all your products sitting on the shelf, every one of them needs to be priced. So when somebody flips that bottle over, they say, oh, okay, I'm going to buy this, and they buy it. So don't make that mistake of not pricing your products. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Step eight. All right, let's move on to step number eight. Step number eight, educate your staff and educate your clients. It should be a continual education process for you, for your clients, and for your staff. You are the expert, and you will bring that credibility to your products creating a loyalty that can't be broken, but you must remain educated and continue that education for the, you know, for the entire time that you own the business. You have to have your staff on board. They have to um, be talking the same talk um, and, and walking the same walk. Um, everybody has to be completely committed um, to the product line and to the sale of that product line. And if they're not, then... Um, time to, you know, 
think about yes. um, uh, moving forward because well, it's they incredibly have be important. Yeah, they have to be sold on the product because if they're not sold on it, then they're not going to recommend it. So they have Absolutely. to be. When I launch something like this, I would want my entire team to have uh, products to go home, use it, fall in love with it, and that way they're going to talk about it. But if you don't even give them one bottle to try it, I think you're totally missing the idea here of what recommending is all about. So they have got to fall in love with it. They have to learn it. And those are all things that they should look for, right, when they're selecting the private label manufacturer. If I was selecting one, I would definitely want to make sure I have one that is going to educate me on the products and give me all the information, the technical sheets, and, you know, what are the benefits and how to basically recommend it, right? Right, absolutely. Yeah. So those are very important points that Melinda is making that you guys should really take into consideration when you're selecting your private label manufacturer. So they need to support you and help you in every way they can. All right, so what else on that? So let's talk a little bit about some caveats. Okay. Um, one of the caveats that you need to um, be aware of is that you, not the private label manufacturer, are legally responsible for anything that happens to your client's skin. Your name is on the bottle. You are applying it. You are giving the directions on usage. Be conservative with active products. Know your products. Always be better safe than sorry. Mm-hmm. Good advice. Yeah, Check so what do they insurance. need to do as far as insurance is concerned when you're doing a private label? They need to check with their own insurance carrier or check with ASCP um, for coverage on private label products. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it more expensive than regular liability? Um, just a little bit. And um, make sure that you're properly covered. Um, you should be. Um, you're making this investment. You now own your brand. And um, don't worry. It's going to pay for itself. Um, the markup on what private label... What about the FDA guidelines? What does that have to do with that? Good point. Um, You need to pay attention to the FDA um, guidelines on the claims that you make. Um, Your private label manufacturer will help you with that piece, but always watch yourself um, online, in print, in person, shelf talkers and staff. Um, Make sure that you stay within FDA guidelines when you make claims. And how do I know what the guidelines are? Do you give them to me? Um, Your um, private label manufacturer um, will pass on certain guidelines to you. Um, If they're doing your labeling, um, they will make sure that um, language that pertains to certain products, for example, alpha hydroxy acid um, within a product um, requires a a product labeling or a warning um, from the person selling it that this product um, needs to be uh, sunscreen needs to be worn with this product. Um, you know, if you have any redness or irritation, that you need to discontinue. So um, you'll find that with um, you know, um, you want to be on the cutting edge, right? You want the most aggressive products. Um, mm-hmm. You've worked really hard to make um, to help your clients make changes in their skin, but with those products also come um, the caveats of warnings and um, and, and taking care. Um, know that um, when you start a client on a product um, and you know you're talking to a little redheaded lady like me and you're handing them a product that 
um, you know, is a real, uh, a real go-getter like an alpha hydroxy, um, know that you may want to start that patient or that client um, once every three days. And once their skin is tolerating it, um, then they can go to every other day. So always be conservative in your recommendations on usage. Um, and know from your private label manufacturer how active and how strong those products are that you're selling. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. And how about the MSD MSD um, sheets? Do MSDS. MSDS. Yes. That's right. What about the MSDS yes. sheets? Yeah, you can have those. Um, just ask your private label manufacturer for them. Um, they'll have the INCI information and the MS. Um, DS um, sheets, and you can put those on file. Okay. Well, good. So that's basically all the legal things that I need to have in place. Yep, the legal things. Anything else? Um, Just uh, shelf life and stability. Um, You'll just want to, you know, um, know those things um, for yourself, uh, for your inventory, and and just, um, you know, sort of a – it's just a caveat. Um, Know your shelf life and and, – you know, move your inventory um, to protect that. Mm-hmm. Okay. What are some of the mistakes that you come across that people usually make when they're trying to do private label? Um, one of the, the big mistakes I see people make is um, buying too much inventory. Um, mm-hmm. Start conservatively. Um, avoid um, any company that gets you into um, gallons and gallons of products. Um, if you know that you can't turn over um, you know, a, a 24 product minimum, um, then that's not the company for you. Um, you need to find a company that more closely reflects um, how your business works. Um, see what sells. Um, love your label. Um, if you um, and and if you get too many products and you label all of them, um, know that you're you're going to be stuck with them. And so. Um, I guess one of the things that I've done, Dory, um, which has been a little bit of a, um, um, you know, catching my own mistakes, is that um, if I have a mistake, um, I have found a women's shelter in town, and and I bring those mistakes, quote, unquote, to the women's shelter, and I offer those up, and then I write them off. Um, Nice. So it's a little escape valve for me um, because – I'm just a human being. I make mistakes just like everybody else, um, either right. on a label or the formulation isn't quite right or it's separated. There's nothing wrong with the product, but it separates and it needs to be shake, shaken. Um, I'll tell you what, they are so grateful um, to see me coming um, at the women's shelter um, because I have all these beautiful professional products yeah. that may not be absolutely perfect. But yeah. I think that I'm not the only one that can use that. Yeah, and then the other thing I want to mention, if you know, don't try to design your own label and have it look at, like an amateur label. <coughs> Excuse me. So we have an entire design team on our team here. If you need to help, you need us helping you design a label. We can always do that for you. So don't try to cut corners and do it yourself. And because image is everything, and if your label doesn't look good, then nobody's gonna buy that product. So be careful with that. Yeah, labeling is important. The look is important. Yeah, um, so now, you know, I'm, I was well, I was very intrigued with your whole name and your whole website called I Label It. And when I first, you know, found out about you, I thought you had such a great idea with your whole private label company. 
And I love the fact that you can actually buy the product and then they can label it themselves just like your company says, ilabelit.com. And tell us a little bit like how you came up with that idea and what drove you to actually creating the product and then allowing people to actually put their own label on it and make it a private label. I, I, I was part of the same industry that, um, that everybody else that we're talking to is a part of. Um, and I just got tired of being taken advantage by um, these companies that I was working with. And then I, you know, the companies then offer private label, which is, you know, okay, so I'm going to pay just as much, um, but I put my own label on it. Why can't we have um, something that we can get in smaller quantities that's better product um, that we can put our own label on? Oddly enough, Dory, even though I started out this company saying, um, you know, it's so easy to make your own um, labels. Um, it's so easy to get the, you know, the right printer and, um, you know, the, the software online and these labels and, and make um, your own label. Um, oddly enough, a majority of my customers don't do it. They have me do it. And I know that's the surprise, Dory, but it's true. <laughs> No, but I mean, I would want you to do it too, but just in case they wanted to do their own. So tell us a little bit about you, like your process, because I think it's wonderful what you're doing, and uh, I love, like you send us products for our Leap Ahead seminar that we do, and people love them, and that's really why I want you to be on this call is to give people access to a very economical way to start private labeling. So can you give us like a little rundown of what's the process that you do if somebody is interested in private labeling? I have a pretty simple process, and I try and make it easy for um, even the smallest uh, esthetician, a single esthetician running their own shop um, to break into private lab labeling without a whole lot of fuss. Um, I send out a non-disclosure um, because I give a, a full transparency on my ingredient decks. And um, and then you know I have some uh, a couple of contracts um, that um, I have my clients take a look at so they understand um, you know what's involved in um, in the process. Um, generally, people uh, my clients just send me their logo in a JPEG format. Um, when they're buying their samples, they go to my online site. They pick out um, samples that appeal to them. A lot of times, we'll have a discussion on the ingredient deck. And, um, you know, because I'm part of the manufacturing uh, process and because I research every last ingredient um, on my products, I know what's in them. I know why it's there. There's nothing in there that I don't know, understand, can talk about. Um, and then we're a little bit different um, because I do small batch um, all of my ingredients, all of my actives, all of my oils, I buy them in small amounts, and they're refrigerated. I've got four refrigerators here, big ones, and all of my stuff is kept incredibly fresh. So your products come to you fresh, um, which is kind of unique in this business. Um, so folks send me their JPEG. Um, a lot of times they'll just have um, – they'll, they'll use my names. A lot of times they just use the names that I call the products. I have some people that have their own names, and, you know, we can talk a little bit about, um, about naming products and the different ways to name them. And um, I create a sample, send it out. Um, I even use the JPEG that you send me so that you have an idea of what your finished product will look at. You try those products, talk to your staff, and um, 
and then you pretty much, you know, it's pretty much, yeah, am I ready? What am I going to bring on? And why am I bringing on those particular products? Um, you know, how will I go about it? So what are some of the most popular products people usually start with? A lot of people start, well, it really depends on what the focus of their practice is. I have... Well, everybody um, I wants to practice. Everybody wants anti-aging, for example. Right, so would that right. Be a good so, start? Yeah, anti-aging is huge. Um, um, it's a, um, it's really popular. I'd say the majority of my clients um, are into um, anti-aging products. A um, lot more bang for your buck there. Um, I have actually quite a few uh, folks that are into um, oncology, and um, um, I've got a client that does um, just teenagers, um, just introducing teenagers to skincare. So, um, because I uh, concentrate on skin health. Um, it gives uh, my clients a few more options. I have some people that just do acne. Um, so, How many you know, different just, products do you have now? I'd say I've got about 48 now and okay. mostly facial. Um, I do very few body. I do mostly mm -hmm. face. Okay. And what's the profit margin? Like what do you recommend when people give us an idea of how much money we can make with private label versus uh, the brand, like usually with a brand, you buy something for fifty, you sell it for a hundred. So you make fifty dollars plus you have shipping and handling plus you have the commission for the salesperson or the bonus for the receptionist. So then you might end up with thirty-five percent. Right. right. And, okay. And so what's um, the profit right. margin here? Yeah, the profit margin um, can be crazy with private label. It all depends on your market. Um, the market, of course, you know, drives your pricing, but um, you can sell the products for whatever you want to. Um, people are astonished that the cost of the, the raw product is so reasonable. I have clients that sell um, at four and five times the cost of the product, and that includes their shipping and their labeling. Mm -hmm. So the profit margin is wonderful. I also have clients that are in incredibly tiny communities. I, I'm thinking of a gal that lives on the coast and, um, you know, just a very conservative, very um, uh, poor community. And um, and she just doubles the cost of the, the products. She could get away with a whole lot more, and sometimes I wonder why she doesn't. But she just doubles it. But she makes a, um, a good living regardless. Hmm. Yeah. So what would be a minimum order? Let's say I'm ready to do some private label and I want to choose your company to do it for me. What what are some of the guidelines? Um, Dory, ordering? that's the beauty. Yeah, that's the beauty of um, of I label it. There is no minimum. Um, if you called me tomorrow, Dory, and said, "Hey, you know, I just like some vegan corneal therapy. One bottle, please." Um, I would say, "Sure, fine." Okay, so if I want to get started, let's say, with the anti-aging line, how many products are in the anti-aging line? Um, there's quite a few in the anti-aging line, so you would want to pick and choose. Um, you know, I can help you with recommendations, right? I always think of anti-aging as a three-legged stool. Um, I like um, the peptide, the antiox, and the retinol. Those are my three basics. If I'm going to add a moisturizer, um, and I want to be very aggressive about my anti-aging, I would add um, the alpha hydroxy. Of course, I'd want a wash. Um, I may want some sort of scrub. Um, so um, see how you can build on um, a basic three, um, 
uh, products and um, begin to slowly build, or perhaps so I'm going to go. If we said seven products of anti-aging. Now, what do you recommend usually? How many? Like they should. I always say you need to at least look like you're in business on the shelf. So you can't have really less than more more than four products of each product. So if they did something like that, right, to get started, so that's 28 uh, different products, different orders, I guess. Yes. And what would my give me an idea of an investment? What would that be? What would that look like? Um, just depending on how many bottles of each. And then keep in mind that, um, Dory, I also offer um, um, miniature of the retail. So um, I keep it in airless. So let's say the retail. You mean like travel size? Absolutely. I offer travel size. And I have a couple of clients that kind of keep on their shelves um, the sample sizes, and that's how they, um, you know, because they can't make a large investment, they start with sample sizes, and um, and then they order up or they, you know, um, upsell their customers. So um, really, they just try and sell samples, and um, and then um, then they start making larger orders with the retail products. Do you offer different kind of packaging people can pick from, or is it just one packaging the airless? Um, just the airless, but I have two styles. Um, I now have an opaque, um, a white opaque, which is easier to put this um, white waterproof uh, label on, and um, and then I offer a clear. Um, they both have silver packaging. They're they're lovely. Um, keep in mind, if you have a thing about packaging, um, you can always buy the product bulk and um, and squirt it into your own bottles, um, whatever they may be. Um, there's lots of packaging options. Um, you certainly don't have to go with your manufacturer, but most private label manufacturers will want you into their own packaging because um, that's what their machinery is set up for. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I like it. I'm on your website right now, and I've, you know, and of course I've seen your packaging because I've also used some of your products, so I think it's very attractive. It's just a matter of having a label that's going to complement the packaging. And that's why I was saying don't try to be, you know, cheap or do it yourself. You want to make sure that it looks nice. Right. And I, I've got a, a gal that um, has the simplest label. And it's weird because it's so attractive to me. Um, it's just two letters. And um, she just chose a really um, dark burgundy for it. And it's lovely. I mean, it's two letter, letters. Um, but I, I find her label just incredibly attractive on her product. <laughs> Well, it doesn't have to be anything too expensive, that's for sure. I mean, it doesn't have to be right. too too fancy. It just has to be nice. Right. Just so what kind of a, we're almost out of time. I can't believe this hour just kind of flew by. What would be, um, if somebody is listening to us today, is there a special offer that you can make our community? Um, I have a great offer today for anybody that's, um, that's listening that um, is interested in going private label. Um get a hold of me, um, you get 15% off your first order and free labeling. Um, all you have to do is provide wow. your PDF logo. So I know, nice. it's huge. Um, that and Yeah, that's not your sample order. That's your first real order. Um, right. Yeah, so, um, you know, go ahead and call me, get your samples, and then when you make your first real order, if you've listened to this podcast, and uh, you've suffered through it. You deserve it. Um, fifteen percent off your uh, what first do you order. Mean, suffered through it. This was very informative. <laughs> you should you should say since you listened and you gained so much information, <laughs> you get a bonus. <laughs> but, 
It's so how can somebody phone. reach out to you, Melinda? Um, you can reach me at uh, 503-779-7394 or go to the website, um, ilabelit.com. You can get a hold of me there. Um, info at ilabelitskincare.com. Um, call Dory. Um, there's a bunch of different ways. Reach out. Make that connection. Get started now. Mm -hmm. Well, I highly encourage everybody to at least start with the anti-aging line and move your way from there because that would be such a huge revenue booster for you guys. Again, instead of competing with the competition, uh, online sales, now you have something that will totally differentiate you from everybody else and it will allow you to actually have a differentiation point and make a lot more money. That's the exciting part, you know, about all this. So I highly encourage you to reach out to Melinda, see what kind of uh, products she has, have the discovery call with her, and then uh, see how you can get started and boost your revenue. That's what you need. So... Well, thank you so much, Melinda. It's, uh, this was a great hour. I want to remind everybody that the next expert is going to be John Hoymi. He's uh, CEO and founder of Alternative Health. He is the master at selling wellness programs. He makes $2,500 a program. So I'm bringing him on so he can share his knowledge and wisdom and information so you too can make a lot of money with your wellness programs. So I'm just very excited to have John on our next call. Melinda, tell everybody your information again if they want to get a hold of you, please. That way they'll have it. The website is ilabelit.com. And if you go there, you can find my phone number. Um, you can find the email. Just go to the contact page. Um, and I'm looking forward to helping you with your passion project as well. Sounds great. Again, it's always a pleasure to speak with you, Melinda. Thank you so much for sharing all this information. Keep up the good work, and I'm so glad that you found something that you can offer members of our community and get them to be more competitive and make more money. Kudos to you, my dear. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Dory. It's just been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for having me on today. And... Um, Good luck to everybody out there. Um, it's your business. Um, take control. Take charge. That's right. um, take control. Yeah. I like that. Take control. Start your private label now. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Well, thank you again, everybody, for joining us. God bless. And until next time, stay inspired. Bye. Bye, Melinda. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. Bye.